Alright. What episode number is this? Four? Is it bad that I don't remember? <laughs> I think it's four. Because we, we did we did Dragon Slayer for the first one. Then uh Queen's Logic. Logic. And then we did Sushi, Sushi Girls. Girl. Yeah, this is four. Four. Welcome All to right. episode four. Yes. Of Dollar Binema. We're your hosts. Yes. <laughs> Sam Wyant. I forget. I, I, I don't even remember. I don't remember the rules. What are our rules? Our rules? Oh, we can't. So we watch uh, movies. Uh, generally, they need to cost a dollar or about a dollar. You know, or lo- typically less or a dollar. Uh, we can't. Neither one of us have can have seen the movie. And it generally has to look like a bad movie. <laughs> oh, I was going to say no mouth stuff. <laughs> What's the safety word? Um, the Marmalade? Sa- no, the, sa- the safety word is Spielberg. There's got to be a bad Spielberg movie. Oh, there's, uh, oh the we'll last, find the, la- it. the last 20 minutes of AI. You could have just said AI. Actually, that's true. Well, isn't that technically a Kubrick film as well? Not AI, no. No? No, that's Spielberg. Uh-huh. I think Kubrick was th- dead before AI came out. Did he? Okay. I, I thought he like so. was he, I thought he was involved in like the writing or something. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't remember anything anymore. But that movie should have ended 20 minutes before it did. That, yeah, between before it's seven endings. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, but, if, if if you ever want to to understand what it's like liking Blade Runner the director's cut and then or what I imagine Liking, um, liking, like being one of the Blade Runner writers, yeah, and then seeing what they did to the ending of that movie. Just watch at the end of AI, <laughs> and you're just like, oh, 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 all right, oh, there weren't any unicorns, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But all right, so uh, what is what is our movie? What, what are our mo- options for movies this week, Mr. Wyatt? Okay, so I cut out some of the longer ones. Oh, and I, I, I forgot to do myself. Yeah, this is Adam Brinker. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we're we're still with that three disc one. We got Evil Bong, Meridian, Decadent Evil, all of which I do not know the runtimes of. But there's four movies on one disc, so it can't be that long. Yeah, right? it can't be that. Well, I mean, they could just be really <laughs> compressed and awful. You're right. We got The Devil's Tomb. Uh huh. And then three new ones that you found. You keep finding these movies, and I don't know there's, how or there's where. There's no shortage of bad movies in the world. Uh, it really, we really are post scarcity on art, aren't we? <laughs> I mean, these are old movies. Well, these three are old movies. We have... Uh, My statement stands. Fury of the Wolfman, The Brainiac, and Dr. Blood's Coffin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to say that last one was probably done by MS3TK, but I it, can't it say. Was, it does not sound familiar to me at all. Yeah, I know you've seen them all, but... Yeah. All Multiple right. times, even. All right, so we're going to roll a die. Yep. And the course is going to be a D7. Last time was a D7 as well, so it just kind of worked out that that's how many Actually, movies yeah, there. Actually, how do we... How's that? Well, I mean, I guess we have... Well, no, wait. Because if you have three new movies, and yeah. we rolled a D7 last time, where are the other movies we didn't watch? Uh, well, Sushi Girl's out now. Yeah. There's the one with, with uh, Kevin Bacon. Okay. Is that still not on the table? It's still not on the table. <laughs> and Barb Wire, <laughs> which is apparently a comic book movie. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So. Not not down for Pammy? No, I couldn't find a runtime. No, I did. It was like like two hours long. Okay, so, but you're you're looking for a lean experience. I am. Yes. Okay. Oh, also, I just want to go on the record. I feel we should it to prevent what happened with Sushi Girl. We should really just commit to spoiling the movie if it means it doesn't. If it do, if it means we don't like fumble around trying to describe yeah. the movie, I regret that a lot. Yeah. 
We'll just blame it on booze and being tired. Yeah. <laughs> or the 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 powerhouse performance of Mark Hamill really just kind of threw us all off. Oh so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, just anything with Mark Hamill just can't. I was, comprehend after I was distracted by the rippling biceps of a trade. I watched Guyver once and I couldn't talk straight for three days. Oh god. <laughs> Did you ever see the sequel? Guyver no. two, Dark Hero. I'm gonna lie, I've never seen Guyver in You've never seen Guyver? In totality, I've never seen Guyver in totality. Oh, that movie is it's a heck of a thing. <laughs> that movie is sure is a movie. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it had like so much dust on it at Blockbuster right next to Uncle Buck. And yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, go watch Guyver. Everybody needs to go watch Guyver. Also, if you want to see what it would look like if like whoever wrote Power Rangers made a gritty like action movie, watch Guyver too. It has the, the voice of Solid Snake as the protagonist. Okay. James Hader, yeah. In, in the flesh? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, there we go. All right, so... I'm going to roll this D7. Yep, roll the D7, see what uh, what we're going to get out of the Binema today. All right, if you're curious what a D7 looks like, you can just look it up on the internet. It looks, it's it's pentagonal. Yes, with uh, with the, the, the markings on the edges. Yeah. Seven. Seven. <sighs> Dr. Blood's Coffin. Dr. Blood's Coffin. All right, I'm going to look it up online. Uh, why don't you read to the back of the, the sleeve for us, Mr. Wyant? Research scientist Dr. Peter Blood, played by Kirian Moore. <laughs> A name that can't possibly have sinister implications. <laughs> moves home after being thrown out of medical school in Vienna for wishing to experiment on humans instead of lab animals. While living with his father, uh, okay, he begins dating nurse Linda Parker, played by Hazel Court. Don't know who any of these people are. Also, he also sets up in an abandoned mine using uh, curare, curare, okay, to acquire uh, compliant volunteers to continue his heart transplant experiments. Blood's knowledge of medicine and chemistry allows him to lead the police astray while appearing to be uh to sorry appearing to be helping in the investigation of the disappearances. So so what basically what you're telling me is this movie is doctor on the forefront of medical science commits countless ethics violations. Yes. And that's that's what passed for cinema back in uh, I see the release year is 1961. That looks about right. So yeah, this is uh this is a UK movie, so that Oh so it's it uh, Hammer it's Films. It is not. It is a oh. <laughs> Carolan Productions film. Good. Um runtime in ninety minutes. Nineteen sixty one British horror film. Yeah, I don't know any of these people. It says it was produced by George Fowler, directed by Sidney J. Fury. Okay. Uh, and it was probably in charge of Fury of the Wolfman, right now. Just <laughs> uh, the film is Wikipedia says the film is significant for being one of the first two zombie movies to be shot in color. So wow. this is apparently a zombie movie. All right, spoilers. The other one being the obscure 1961 U.S. film The Dead One. Huh. And for its, uh, it also. Uh, it says it's notable for its portrayal of zombies as homicidal, rotting cadavers. I didn't, I didn't understand that. That's an interesting take. Cause I mean, like, aren't weren't zombies already homicidal, rotting cadavers? 
before what? they weren't. They were just kind of like they were voodoo. Yeah, they were like mind control, almost like mind controlled living people, well, like now, wait, a white when did, zombie. When did Night of the Living Dead come out? That was the sixties. But it was the late sixties. I don't think so. I think it was early to mid sixties. It's before, before this, uh, before um, yes, before sixty eight, before the Civil Rights Act. It was sixty eight. Yep. Huh. 1968, according to Wikipedia and your wife. <laughs> All right. Well, that was definitely black and white because he didn't have no damn money. So, so we're seeing a pre-Night of the Living Dead color zombie movie. Yes. This is very... I'm very interested in this now. Yeah. I was... If you would have told me, like, out of those three movies, which was the mo- Like, I'd be interested in any of those based on the title. <laughs> Not the Brainiac, which looks like something that the Angry Beavers would be watching. Yeah, probably. Uh, that's I mean, an obscure reference. Yep. All right, so let's uh, let's wrap this up. Go to break and see uh, what's in Doctor Blood's coffin. All right. All right, we're recording again. Are we recording? We are recording. Are you sure we're recording? I'm not sure about anything anymore. Okay, so. All right, welcome back. Uh, we just <laughs> finished watching Doctor Blood's coffin. Yeah, no spoilers. You know, well, just if you don't want to be spoiled. Uh, uh, why? I, but why? <laughs> how can you spoil something if nothing fucking happens for ninety minutes? I suppose you're right. <laughs> I mean, a lot of nothing did happen for ninety whole minutes. <laughs> I, dear God, just dear God. Oh. I'm so. I feel so tired. <laughs> I I wasn't. I'm not as tired as Tetsuo the Iron Man. True, because I mean, because Tetsuo the Iron Man like sucked the the life out of you. Yeah, that was this... like a five hour long, eighty minute movie. <laughs> this is actually one of the first movies, if not the first movie that I've seen in recent memory that I can say is like watching paint dry. Yeah, like. It, I mean, a lot of MST3K movies are like that and are unwatchable without the voiceover. You know, that's true. That That is very true because there's, there's always, like, that long... Like, whenever they're cracking jokes, yeah. there's very typically not other stuff happening. Yeah, just people walking around and looking. <laughs> and reacting. And reacting, yes. Poorly. Yes. But, but yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, Doc, Dr. Blood's Coffin. Um where, ex- where to start? <laughs> well, it it was technically a zombie movie. Technically. technically. Very technical. Uh, Wikipedia did not lie. Well, the blurb that we read didn't lie to us technically, but, but everything zombie related. It was very misguiding. Yeah, like, everything we, zombie related lasts five minutes. Yeah. If, if that. that. Yeah. yeah. And everything plot related lasts ten minutes. The other 80 minutes, like maybe two minutes of that, had other plot details of it. Like, the, this mo- the, the, the general plot of this movie could be summarized within a 10-minute segment, and that's everything that happens before the credits and everything that happens in, like, the last five. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's it, amazing. I've never seen a movie so utterly devoid of content or, like, just... <laughs> Like it's it's so like empty because like it's just people walking around and like you feel like a, like a camera is following them while they're just doing stuff. It's like they had to pad it out to ninety minutes. 
uh, it was four by three aspect ratio too. It was, yeah. Well, because well, I don't know if you noticed, there's a couple times where there were tracking errors in in the DVD. Oh. So this is very clearly someone just ripped a, D, a VHS. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. So probably the original film for this is just completely, completely gone. I should. This is all on YouTube. In, it is, in its yeah. entirety, by the way, only found that out after we started watching it. But I'm I'm curious if the one on YouTube is uh is like a better quality or something. Yeah. We'll tell you what. While, while you look that up, I'll, I'll kind of summarize the movie for our listeners. So in Doctor Blood's coffin, it opens up with a guy uh, getting ready to do some sort of medical procedure, and an old man with a very bad german accent he was austrian whatever <laughs> busts in what are you doing and tells him to stop what he's doing immediately and what he's doing is wrong and then there's the you you don't know science like i do you know you know mad scientist speak going on yes and then he, he says get out of here within 24 hours or i'll call the police which if you're doing something that's blatantly illegal totally not how you react to that by the way <laughs> you call the police anyway um also slightly perturbed that the like whatever he was doing he just stopped and left in the middle of and left those two people there to die in an operating room yeah unless they were already dead i i never really it's never really explained what is happening there or why or like what the goal is what you know what's wrong about it necessarily like if it is it's it it feels like an eternity ago and i wasn't paying attention um did you, did you find anything yet there, Wyatt? I found it. I can't tell. Thrilling podcasting. I honestly can't tell if it's it, it's in it's in a not four by three aspect ratio, but I can't tell if it's been oh, if it's cropped or if it's yeah, yeah if, if it's cropped even further down from four by three. Oh no, it's just four by yeah, three. it's just four by three. Okay, so it's probably the same exact version. I didn't yeah. check for the watermark. Yeah, don't. Yeah, the copy we had had a watermark just in the middle of one of the scenes. Yeah, it was on there for like a good ten minutes. <laughs> just the the best quality DVD we could yeah. ever have. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So after that happens, the movie then goes into we say about like what ten fifteen minutes of just. Crotch shots. Yeah, like they they film this what we assume was the doctor uh, doing. They didn't things. want to show his face. Maybe it wasn't the same actor. Maybe or maybe like I I don't know why you would film the first ten minutes of your movie where you're with that is like this movie follows the doctor around and it's very obvious the doctor is the bad person. It, it's literally called Doctor Blood's Coffin. Yeah, it's not like you're holding any secrets. And he introduces himself as Doctor Blood. Yes, the first time we see him and his face. So it's not like. They're holding off for like a big reveal about who this guy is. Yeah. It's or, very blatant from the first scene. But like for that first 10, 15 minutes, it's just nothing but like all these way shots as he like breaks into a guy's house and chloroforms him. Yeah. And then leaves him in a tin mine. Yes, an old Cornish tin mine. It all takes place in Cornwall and only like one guy had a vaguely Cornish yeah. <laughs> accent. There's only like three sets in this movie. The out, or I'm sorry, four sets: the mines, out external, the mines, internal, the mines, the town, and inside a house. Oh, I'm sorry, and the the funeral parlor. Five scenes, entire movie. <laughs> well, what about the 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 surgical theater from the beginning of the movie? Uh, that doesn't count. <laughs> everything, everything. If it happens before the credits, it doesn't count. Or oh, the opening okay. titles. Because it was a cold opening. I don't know if that was more common back then or not, but uh, I don't know. It does. It, it definitely feels it like. 
maybe that they figured that would you know would get people's attention and make them yeah. think that they what would keep them from walking out of the movie within the first ten minutes. Well, when did Psycho come out? Psycho? Yeah. Oh God, that was fifties, I think, wasn't it? I'm about to find out, but I, the only thing I could think of is that they kind of had like that really slow. That was 1960. Oh, so I know. And the whole thing with that was that it was surprising that you couldn't show up late to the movie because apparently that's what people used to do. They would just show up late to movies. Huh. Yeah. Fascinating. I know it was a big deal when, when Albert Hitchcock's like, if they should, if you show up late, you're not going to be allowed in because you got to be there from the beginning of the movie. Huh. Which is apparently a big deal. <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, like movies back then, there used to be a place just to hang out and just do whatever. Cause yeah. They, oh, yeah, because they used to run like newsreels and cartoons. It was like an all-day thing, wasn't it? I, I don't know, but I just know that little bit of trivia. <laughs> interesting. Very but... interesting. But yeah, so the after, you know, the Dr. Blood uh, does that thing with the guy and keeps him in the tin mine, then he shows up in town the next day. Yeah, and it's really vague about what his supposed giant scientific discovery is. Yeah, like, they, 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 like he's like, oh, you know, so-and-so is from Vienna, and we have this letter, and he's got, got a big, you know, future head of a medicine, but no one ever talks about it. Yeah, and the back of the thing says heart transplant experiments, but I didn't really get that from the movie a whole lot. He did mention when they eventually caught him with the the, the guy, like when the funeral director caught him cutting the guy open, he he did make that mention that he needs the heart alive to do whatever he's trying to do, thus implying that maybe it's something with the heart. Yeah, they they did not... Sorry, my jaw cracked. Ouch, um, sorry. Yeah, they did not... I didn't feel that they explicitly said that, though the audio was really bad. Yeah, the the audio was like... it. Yeah. <laughs> it, like, it was really hard to keep track of what was going on at any yeah. given time. And the liberal use of nighttime filters on yeah. everything. Oh my god, so many night filter shots in this movie. Yeah. Like... And flashlights that just plain don't work. Yeah. Or they just put like black mine when my flashlight is obviously not on. (laughs) Or they or they put like a lower wattage bulb in there because they didn't want to blow out the camera. (laughs) Yeah. But um But yeah, essentially it's uh and then it's if you think it's heart transplants and then at the very end he somehow digs up this one character's let's let's save that for the end. Okay. (laughs) Let's save that because that's actually I want to talk about like the, the transition. last ten minutes is so, like a completely different movie yes. than the rest of the movie. Because so so you know the first ten minutes of the movie we have medical ethical dilemmas, yeah, crotch shots in darkness, yes. Then we have that the movie moves on to everyone being just like, oh, people are disappearing, and there's like thefts of medical supplies. Gee, I wonder who could be doing this. Oh, hi, uh, Doctor Blood, <laughs> the, the the town doctor's son who came back mysteriously. Well, around he's the same also Doctor Blood, so there's two. Doctor there are two Doctor Bloods, Bloods, yes. Yep. And then the rest of the movie is just Peter being the who's worst... Doctor Blood. Yeah, Peter Blood. Yeah, who is just the worst at covering up, being the most suspicious fucking guy. <laughs> Never locks a single door. Yeah, no one locks their doors, despite all of the abductions and murder. <laughs> yeah, um, he's apparently a trained profession, medical professional, but he chooses to, to use a weird, weird uh, South South American uh, mm-hmm. neuro, yeah neurotoxin or something yep. like that. Yeah, he poisons Doesn't people. Doesn't sedate neuro- anybody. No, 
ever. Absolutely not. He could have solved so many problems and getting caught by just sedating people. (laughs) I mean, he clearly knows what sedation is because he has chloroform and uses it. Once, yeah. (laughs) No, twice. Twice. Did he use it twice? When he he went to go... Kill the 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 Cornish miner guy. He had he had the uh, the rag okay. for the chloroforming. Okay. Um, and then like the rest of the movie is just him being like just really badly covering up all the murders that he's doing. Oh yeah. And there's like a love story between him and the his nurse. father's nurse. Yeah. But, but like, it feels I, forced. It is so forced, like yeah. so astoundingly forced. Yeah. To the point where, like, for one of the romantic days, like, oh, come see the inside of the abandoned tin mines I used to hang out with when I when I was a child. Yeah. And I'm going to, joking, not joking, say you got to stay in here with me forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for all. Gonna... Yeah, Peter's, uh, turns out, Peter's not not a great guy. No. Uh, the, anyone who's, who, uh, you know, got kicked out of post-World War II Austria for medical ethics violations, probably not a great person. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah. So what? What? What else? Oh yeah. So yeah. So after all, like a, an hour, like eighty minutes of this boring, like this boring villain do his job poorly, then we get to the end of the movie, which you were going to bring up. Yeah. So up until this point, everything kind of seems like he's kind of mad sciencey, but it's really more of like, oh, like if I could only finish my experiments, blah, 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 like nothing, like out of the the realm of like real yeah like he's like we were science I'm, because just, it, like, just... it feels like they didn't even know enough about science to make something up yeah <laughs> then all of a sudden at the end he's like oh yeah my heart transplant research i can bring people back from the dead so he digs up a guy who's been de- dead years yeah like a rotting corpse a rotting corpse yeah that has literal like mold growing on his forehead and maggots in his eyes yeah and then he takes presumably the living heart from from the the, 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 miner. the miner, yeah, puts it in the corpse, and magically it's come back to life. Yeah, and he's like, "I've done it. I've run, and it's." <laughs> and it seems to retain its memories, and all of a sudden, it's just like, "Nope, not going to be, you know, a, a coherent living dead. I'm just going to suddenly start kill, trying to kill people." And then after killing, after struggling with Peter and killing him, it immediately dies for no reason whatsoever. Maybe it also died from the poisonous gas. Maybe. Oh, I think that that's what the gas was. Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, he brought it back to life, but presumably it was mortal, quote unquote. I guess susceptible. It wasn't like other move, zombie rules that have since then been. Because it has a beating heart. It does. So, apparently, in this movie's internal logic, a beating heart is all you need to be alive. I yeah, mean, you, just, you don't need a not rotten brain. <laughs> yeah, like you don't need liver, kidneys, nope. lungs, nope. pancreas, Eyes. nope, central Eyes nervous skin. system, nope, none of that, nope, not muscles, needed. nope, Mm-mm. <laughs> just a heart and a dusty suit. Yep, <laughs> to cover up all the parts they couldn't afford makeup for. Can, but, can we also touch on the fact that apparently, like, he dug up his girlfriend's dead husband <laughs> to do really to quickly? Do this? Yeah, like, <laughs> and, like he did this to like to spurn her, I guess. Yeah, he's like, "You made me do this because you said I wasn't God, so I had to prove <laughs> you wrong." Like, obviously, you, like you do. Yeah, just like any other mad scientist trope. Like it was oh. like Frankenstein's Frankenstein without the remorse. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad when Frankenstein's a sympathetic character compared to this guy. Yeah, and we mean Frankenstein, not Frankenstein's monster. Right, we mean Dr. Frankenstein. Yes, Dr. Frankenstein. 
But yeah, it's almost like I don't know where they're. He's not even like reanimator style. Yeah, like is he, like you don't see him like you, you get. He's doing experiments, but he's not con- he's not consumed by them. He's not interested by them. He doesn't try to explain them or talk about anybody with like them or anything. Or yeah, and then that, and that's it. That's literally the whole plot. We just summar we t- we summarize the entire plot of this movie in five minutes. Yeah, and that's not an oversimplification. Yeah, it, it, like nothing happened. Yeah, like or, there was a really bad police chief. This is going to be the shortest episode of this podcast ever. No, because we got to talk about drinking because that's the only way we you do. can get through this movie. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't drink at all. Like maybe that's why I'm angry. Maybe. I mean, I feel like I need to watch these movies at least a little. Like I, I didn't drink buzzed. at all. Yeah. No, I didn't drink at all either. Yeah, I, yeah. I usually like try to be sober to watch at least the first time, so mm-hmm. I know. That one I would need to drink. You're getting that, you're getting that raw, uncut shit. Yeah, yeah, like you know, if you watch it while you're drinking, you're all, you're defeating half the purposes. You gotta know. Oh, I disagree. When you need to drink. It's the only way. It's the only way to get through some of these, and this just cements that fact. Yeah. But um, I made some notes on that. Well, so but... let's let's talk about. Um, I, I do feel we are we did miss out on what might be the single most important character in this entire movie. Wyatt. The police detective. Yeah. And just how bad he is at his job. Who doesn't even have his own phone. Yeah. He only uses other people's phones. Yeah. I don't even I don't even think I remember seeing him in a car. No, he's been he they have a, the the police car. Oh, they do have the police car, you're right. Yeah. I forgot about that's in like two scenes. Yes. It but is, he might not be his. It might be the other guys. It might be. The yeah. actual uniform police officer. But yeah, this detective is just wandering around town, occasionally like you think that he's going to ask questions or like catch on to the fact that hey, like this guy that's new to town, who's like who literally killed a guy in front of you when uh, when you found oh he didn't kill him in front of him oh though. yeah but he from, technically no from like from the police uh, from the policeman's perspective it would have looked a lot like he just injected the guy who escaped the the cave or whatever yeah and died yeah immediately yeah. Oh yeah, I guess we did gloss over the fact that one of his victims got away, and like no, nothing hap- nothing comes of that whatsoever. Nope, because they literally just have him like try to figure out why he's not able to talk, and then he injects him with more cure. Well, he did fall down a cliff. Yeah, but it's like, and like, he was the town drunk. Was he? Yeah. Did they say that? Yeah. I I don't remember that. <laughs> well, he said he spent all of his time in the pub, and then the, the first time you see him, it's like 10 a.m. It's 1960s Britain. Everybody spends all day in the pub. <laughs> yeah, but he's just walking around outside with a full pint of beer. <laughs> I, I fail to see what the problem is with that. All right. At least he wasn't drinking hard liquor like the, the funeral home director who apparently mm. was shocked that somebody actually died. Yeah. Because that... nobody dies in this town, apparently. Yeah, you got you got to love the fact that like the town's doctor and the town's funeral director like only just sit around playing chess all day. Yep. Really <laughs> Don't know how the economy of Cornwall works. It doesn't. <laughs> or at least it didn't at this point because there's no more tin mines. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah. So like for the like one of the like the guy that he in the in the first part he, uh escapes um, they find him, and the uh, they they call him over. They call the doctor over, and so like there's there's a little bit of tension. When he, like, and this is like literally the first thing that happens in the movie. Yeah, he's got hard like shifty eyes. Yeah, he's like, like 
like oh no like uh are they gonna are they gonna get me and like and like but no it just turns out he just injects him and, and like he immediately quote unquote dies yeah and there's no question whatsoever of what the hell just happened yeah but it's really a poison that imitates death yeah but isn't, he isn't actually dead right but and then after that like nobody like looks into peter's history nobody questions what he's doing nope it isn't until the funeral director is woken up by Peter doing a live vivisectioning in the funeral parlor at night yep. and sees what's happening. Does he even begin to question and not like – he isn't like, oh, my God, you're the one who's doing all of this. It's, oh, my God, you need to help him, and then he gets murdered. Yeah. But – well, uh, he accidentally falls over and cracks his skull. Yeah. Him. And after Peter shoves him into a metal staircase. Yeah. Yeah. It's – and like, even when the, the the police detective is like investigating the coroner's or the, the the funeral director's death, no question, like, oh, so you were the last guy to see him. Yeah, what time was it? Nine thirty. Huh. Okay, that's no, weird. No, he said he was already gone at that point. Well, yeah, but like, yeah. What, what are you doing, man? He's he's always sweaty. Like, did you notice that? Too? Yeah, I wrote, I made notes about that. Oh, you made notes about? <laughs> I that? made notes about that. Okay. <laughs> um, prop. I will. I will give this movie one one prop. Uh, and that is the the love the, the the nurse love interest. I forget what her character's name is. Lydia. Linda. 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 Thank you. Um, she they do at least give her the presence of mind to figure be the first person to figure out that Peter is murdering people. Yeah. Because she figured out like that he had curare and. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. That that is like the one nice thing about this movie that the the one female character wasn't just a completely irredeemable idiot like everyone else in this movie yeah (laughs) everybody was pretty dumb in this movie yeah that's it that's all i got man it wasn't it wasn't ed wood bad but it was close like this is this is like somebody that like that watched an ed wood movie and said i could do better than that they did but not much (laughs) at least they're at least there wasn't a cockpit of an airplane that was literally them sitting in folding chairs in a room. At least at least that's like <laughs> that's like kids playing like imagination in the living room though. This like <laughs> this apparently had like money for like a soundtrack and they didn't have, use like any stock footage or that you know of. True. That did the well, driving scenes may have. It had a driving scene with rear they, projection. With yeah, with rear projection or or something, yeah. Yeah. Which you gotta love when he stomped on the uh, the brakes and then the the rear projection kept <laughs> kept going. Oh, I missed that one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. All right. This movie's bad. There's yeah. not even anything to t- enough to talk about. There's this two is, other ones on this disc. This is gonna be this is gonna be like a 20 minute episode of this podcast. <laughs> I'm starting to I'm starting to see why nobody does this. All right, Wyatt. What are, what are your ideas for uh, a drinking game for this? All right. So, I was originally going to say every time that Dr. Blood lights a cigarette, mm, mm. but it wasn't enough. Yeah. He does it a whole bunch at the beginning of the movie. And but then he then, doesn't do anything at the end, yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to say when he picks up somebody that's passed out or dead, because mm-hmm. he also does that a lot, but not consistently enough. Right. Uh, so the two that I really came down to is what every time the sergeant wipes his sweaty ass forehead. I got that too. <laughs> that is that is also on my list. <laughs> or 
uh, Doctor Blood uses the poison on somebody. Mm, okay. Or is filling us like every or every time he's like filling every time a syringe is filled. filled. Yeah. Okay. Those those are both good. Uh, <laughs> but he wipes his sweaty ass forehead so many times, so many times consistently throughout the movie. That's like the only thing I can think of. <laughs> like, and I refuse to believe that Cornwall is that warm. Like he's the only one that has that problem. Yeah. Do bald people just get sweaty in Britain? Like, I guess. I mean, there's no hair to soak it up, maybe. maybe. He's wearing a hat. He takes off his hat and then wipes his forehead and then puts his hat back on. Well, so uh, originally when I was trying to figure out the drinking game, uh, I was originally going to have whenever there's someone crawling around in the tunnel, take a drink. Because, like, that first guy who's escaping, they cut back to him just writhing around on the ground a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but that... That like was only the first part of the movie, so I couldn't do that. Um, and then I had uh, drink whenever Peter Blood is just fucking not doing a good job at uh, at, at, at like dating somebody. So at, whenever whenever he's like talking about how he knows more than all the other doctors, or like when he takes it down the ten mines and just the creepiest fucking guy, yeah, mad scientist rants. Yeah, they can drink that, but that, I I, I kind of turned that into this one. Every time Peter Blood is just so clearly guilty of something in public, but nobody else picks up on it, drink. Uh, I don't know if you could do that with hard liquor. <laughs> you might might need to do beer for that one. Yeah, you could probably do... No, there might be too many head swipe, head wipes. To do uh to do hard liquor, uh, I would say uh, have be just completely smashed by the end. <laughs> have beer and liquor on hand. Do a shot every time there's a head wipe, and take a drink of your beer every time he's guilty of something. <laughs> <laughs> that would kill you. <laughs> that would kill you. <laughs> but then, but would the heart still be fresh? One, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ozzy has to rip open somebody's chest in ten seconds flat. Yep, <laughs> and put it into a. Another body in 10 seconds flat. If I die, I want you to promise me that uh, you won't reanimate me by cramming another heart in with, like, 10 clamps. Okay. <laughs> and what then, if it's a baboon heart? And, like, <laughs> sewing it up with shoelaces. Because that was very clearly what he was doing. <laughs> yep. Yep. <sighs> well, that, that, was, that was the coffin of Dr. Blood. Yep. Sure glad, sure glad we... Uh... And honestly, that probably looks like the second... Worst movie on this disc. I'm not. Uh, this this is this is gonna be rough. Like, <laughs> I really I really hope the die gives us something else next time. Oh, well, it has to. Like something. Oh, better. not from this. Yeah, not from that. Yeah. Well, we're... Right. What do you want to? How do you want to rate this? Uh, I want to rate this. Yeah. How many uh, dollar? Uh, how much would you spend spend to watch this movie again? Uh, um, I would only watch it again if there is an MS. Uh, like a riff tracks, uh, yeah, riff tracks or something to it, or somebody was giving me liquor or booze to watch this movie. So let's, let's say um, <laughs> if there's not a riff tracks, how much would you spend? How much would I spend on this movie? Yeah, you got to rate it. Like, uh, like a quarter. A quarter. I would, I would maybe point two five a- <laughs> out of ten. <laughs> maybe, maybe a nickel. <laughs> probably what a nickel i don't have any loose change in my pocket i was gonna say whatever loose change is in my pocket <laughs> i uh you know I, I was originally going to say 50 cents but you talked me down to a quarter as well <laughs> I, I i i'm yeah this is not a good movie 
whatever you do, do not don't watch this movie. It's I spent bad. like thirty three by volume. I spent thirty three cents on this movie, and you and, and you spent thirty three cents on this movie, and you think you paid too much. Yes, <laughs> that's Good. right. Glad I'm real. I'm real glad we got this. Out oh, of the and way. if you get this uh, on the the vintage movie classics uh, DVD, that title, that DVD screen, it's going to give you a seizure. Oh yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> I, actually, if I if I remember. Hopefully, I remember. I will try to remember to make that the the, the podcast art for this episode. <laughs> Can you make it an animated GIF? I will do my damnedest to try. Just the. I just, don't know why they thought that was that was a good idea. Yeah, it's just a picture of the worst werewolf, but like it's a shimmering werewolf. Yeah, it's the one from the cover that's really badly drawn. It's obviously somebody who can't draw noses or hands. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, so Rob Leaf. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah. That's just, that's, that's bad. That's very bad. Look at the actual picture from the back, though, from the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's bad. Yep. Oh, the vintage movie classics. That's the V that was on yes. for like five minutes for no reason. So they actually put their own watermark on it. On for like a ten minute segment of the movie for no reason. Yep. That is fascinating. Fascinating. Alright, yeah. I I don't want to talk about this movie anymore. <laughs> Alright, hopefully we get barbed wire next time. <laughs>